Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun. So winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. From Autosport.com and Autosport Magazine, I'm Martin Lee, and this is the Autosport Podcast. Today we're talking the Aston Martin Autosport BRDC Young Driver of the Year Award, something which started back in 1989 to find and assist the best junior British racing drivers. And since 2019, Aston Martin have been on board, and it's a heck of a prize, £200,000 in a Formula One test drive. So, what's it all about? Who have been the previous winners? Is it so useful that it can change a career? Let's answer all of those questions uh, with today's podcast, and welcome back to the show, our Chief Editor, Kevin Turner. Welcome back. Hi, Martin. How's it going? Very good. Let's get up to speed then on the award. Former winners include world champions like Jensen Button, a 13-time Grand Prix winner, David Coulthard, Dario Franchitti, Anthony Davidson, George Russell, Lando Norris. This is good company that the winners join. It's not a bad list, is it? So, yeah, we've had 32 winners. Seven of them have started the World Championship Grand Prix. Three of them have won, won a Grand Prix, as you say. So uh, DC, obviously the first one, Jensen, and then, of course, most recently, George Russell with his win uh, in Brazil. And you'd like to think that Lando will join that list at some point uh, soon. But he, even even the ones that haven't made it to F1, almost all of them have become professional racing roles. Obviously, as you say, Frank Kitty is a bit of an IndyCar legend. 
Anthony Davidson, yeah, won the won the World Endurance Championship. Missed out on Le Mans, but uh, we've got quite a few Le Mans class wins in the in the former winners list as well. So yeah, it's it's, it's it is a pretty pretty cool list. Any pressure to keep that going on the judges? Yeah, I think there's always a little bit, but you've also got to realise you're not going to find a, a Grand Prix driver every year. That would be ridiculous. On the other hand, I think we're very fortunate in Britain. We've got such a good you know motorsport foundation. We've got you know more club championships. It's, uh, than anywhere else in the world, I think. Yeah, we've got lots of teams. You know, F one, a lot of F one teams are based here. So there are, there's always somebody who's who's proper in the who who wins it basically. So even if they're not going to get to F one, they'll yeah you know, they will make a professional career, whether it be in sports cars or maybe touring cars or or, or something else like that. So um, yeah, the list of the list of former winners is impressive. I guess there is a bit of a bit of pressure, but you can only you can only do the best job with with the the, the drivers you have, and then you know we're we're pretty it's pretty intensive the data and the testing that we go through um, it's moved on a lot actually the awards since I, I joined it in 2008 um, and it's it's there's a there's a lot of data if you need it so it probably makes it easier for us to make the right decision it's much harder for the drivers out on track well let's talk about our most recent winner then who was that and when was the last time you saw him uh, Zach O'Sullivan uh, won it last year and I last saw him when he was having his F1 prize drive at Silverstone in the Aston Martin AMR 21 uh, which as I pointed out the other day means he's he's probably driven the fastest F1 car we've ever seen at the test because previously it's been the previous generation of cars and because this is last year's car it's actually quicker than the current the current generation of F1 car so it's about as quick as it gets really so what's that like then how does that day go when they finally get the chance because he had to wait a long time since being crowned the winner to finally get inside the car well it used to be it used to be longer because obviously um sometimes if these drivers have only driven a quite a lower category car like some of the you know in the old days it come out of formula ford or to go from formula ford with no slicks or wings and stick them in an f1 car within a year is a bit of a shout so in in the old days it used to be two three four years before they got their f1 test but now we try and do it yeah the, the basically a year on so at the following year's tests and it's nice to get the finalists for that year to get there as well and go look this is what you could be doing next year it's really cool they quite often know each other because they've been coming through the junior ranks together so it's it's nice to get family and, and friends and, and whatever together so yeah but I mean for, for Zach I mean he's he's driven uh, in 2022 he was in FIA Formula 3 so even yeah, even from that to an F1 car is a is a big old jump. You know, he said that the biggest thing was braking. Yeah, he was braking uh, 15, 20 mini- metres later than the F3 car, but arriving 80 to 90 miles an hour faster. So he said Silverstone Sunday seemed a much smaller circuit than it had done in anything else. And that that's how quick F1 cars are. So what preparation does Zach get or do the winners get? Do they get time in a simulator? Do they get to, would he have spent time with Aston Martin before just rocking up at Silverstone that morning? Well, it varies a little bit from year on year, depending on what's of available and timing and other commitments but uh, and of course he's a Williams Academy driver as well so you have to be a little bit careful with that um, but yeah he had some time in the simulator and obviously I mean just just working the steering wheel of a modern F1 car is like requires a yeah, requires a, almost a PhD anyway. So he was given all that information, but he's a very sharp guy. I mean, one of the reasons that he he won the award, he was, he's, and he was 16 then, he's 17 now, but uh, he just had a very good technical understanding, very savvy, just gets it, very mature. Uh, all the cliches that we tend to say about the winners. So uh, I think that's one of the things that impressed the Aston Martin team the most is just how quickly he got on top of all, you know, a lot, a lot of bandwidth considering, you know, it's my first drive an F1 car and it's incredibly powerful and really fast, but actually he, yeah, all the other, the professional racing driver kicks in so it might be 17 but you know they they know what they're doing these kids and what's in it for aston martin well i think it's being associated i'd like to think it's associated with a one of the most prestigious uh, awards 
uh, in motorsport. You know, they want to be, you know, they're a, a classic British company, aren't they? A British, British name, want to be associated with it. They've been fantastic partners. You know, they've helped us take it on to the next level. Obviously, we had a very long relationship with, Ast- uh, with McLaren beforehand, which did a great, they did a great job and, and Aston Martin have taken that on. So, and also, of course, they get the first look at some of these drivers. So, uh, you know, and they've got, they've got GT arms and other things going on. So, you know, it's not unheard of for uh, these these finalists to find their way into simulator work or doing some sort of driving somewhere else or some sort of work. So it's great for the for the finalists to get those contacts, but also it gives it gives the the, the team involved. Oh, and that's how McLaren got Lando Norris signed up was uh, you know the work that he did in the, in the water test and simulator immediately afterwards. And they went, oh, this this guy's quite good, isn't he? <laughs> uh, you know that's gone quite well so far. And what are the rules on the machinery that they're allowed to take on track in terms of versus current stuff and the rules around testing and track time? Well, it's a lot easier now than it used to be because the cars that are that are part of the test so the motorsport vision formula 2 car that they just live at i believe they live at bedford uh and they don't they, they don't race anymore they don't test anymore so we've got total control on that so we know that they haven't driven those cars i don't think many of the finalists are going to have an opportunity to jump into an lmp3 car very often so the ligier is new to them obviously gt3 machinery is a bit more available and a few drivers have jumped into cars um but yeah we used to be we used to be a bit more on it in terms of stopping drivers testing cars that were a bit too relevant beforehand but then you get into trouble of potentially harming someone's winter preparation for the next season so the the cars we've got now make that less of a problem so they're they're kind of they're able to kind of prepare i guess if someone went out and bought uh, or went to john the parliament i want to buy an msv formula 2 car and you run it for a week we would that would probably be an issue but yeah that that's not really going to happen so it's, the restrictions aren't what they used to be so who are the judges for the award then all important judges well we've got um, we've got some former winners we were just just talking uh, just before about um the winners that that uh, that have gone on to to do other things um and uh, it's nice when they come back and complete the circle. So, you know, Dario Franchitti, who was a guest judge last year, is now a full judge because uh, he liked it so much the first time. Uh, and we liked him. He's got uh, yeah, got great contacts and experience. Of course, he has. Um, Darren Turner, Andrew Kokodi and Alexander Sims. So they're all former winners as well. So they're part of the panel. Derek Warwick, of course, is our mighty leader, uh, chairman of the judges. Uh, everyone knows uh, Derek. Um, British touring car ace uh, Jason Plato just retired, of course. Lola and McLaren designer Mark Williams. Uh, Le Mans winning engineer Lena Gade, uh, leading commentator Ian Titchmarsh, who I have all my arguments about pre-war Grand Prix racing with, uh, and uh, and and me, of course, uh, on, tacked on the end of the list. And then what are the judges going through? You mentioned there's so much more data because of telematics these days, but um, what are, what what's the, 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 the format the judges take to try and find a winner in this process? So, uh, yeah, we put them through quite a lot, to be honest. Although hopefully it's a good experience as well as a testing one. So they have fitness tests with athletic thinking. They have simulator tests at uh, Mercedes F1 team, which have been, you know, they've done a great job. Both of those then feed back to us uh, based on the, the criteria that they deem most relevant to what to, to, for a racing driver and for what they do. So that gives us something to go on before they even step into a racing car. Then obviously they've got the two days at Silverstone and we we give them various tests. I mean, ultimately speed is what we're looking for, but it's also feedback, uh, how they work with the teams. We speak to the teams at the end of the runs as well to find out how, you know, has anyone been awkward? Has anyone asked lots of questions? How are they using the benchmark drivers? Has anyone taken the Mickey with track limits? Because we've got videos everywhere. We've got CCTV, we've got onboards. So we can call up anything we want. 
Um, but because there's you know, there's ten judges now, we're we're positioned at various points. Some of us will be in the sort of judges HQ. Some of us will be around the track. It's pretty unusual for something to slip by, to be honest. But if there is something we're not sure about, why was that lap particularly quicker or slower? We can call up the onboard or we can speak to the engineers of the cars and go, what happened there? Look at the telemetry. So, yeah. So at the end of the day, we've got all the at the end of the two days, we've got all this data. Um, from three cars, two days, new tyres, old tyres, quite often wet because it's October and Silverstone in October. Um, so yeah, but I think you know I've I've done I've done a piece for the for the magazine um, first December issue, which is how to win the award. And like the the, the number one thing is is be quick, don't crash. <laughs> okay, well we're, we're going to get into that now. So for any budding drivers in the audience or you've ever ever wondered, uh, then stick around. We're going to get into that in just a moment. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. All right, welcome back to the podcast. So we're talking about the Aston Martin Autosport BRDC Young Driver of the Year Award. We've discussed last year's winner, Zach O'Sullivan. We'll get on to the final four finalists, and that's been whittled down from a long list as well, by the way. But before we do, and the winner announced at the Autosport Awards coming up very soon, how do you win this award you've put a list together of the of the key criteria can you run can you run that through for us yeah yeah i'll try and be relatively brief so the first one a lot of it's quite obvious really but it's amazing how many people don't do these so one is be prepared so as soon as you become a finalist you're almost certainly going to know someone who's done it before because you know racing drivers speak to each other engineers teams etc give them a call find out what the format is so at very least you're not surprised i mean i remember one particular finalist turning out and going oh this is quite a big deal isn't it Oh, yeah, 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 it's quite. Oh, I probably should have done something. Yes, you should have done, yes. Um, but, I mean, that's rare these days. Though I think most drivers kind of get it at the moment. So the other thing is to ring up anyone that's driven the cars that you know are going to be in the test because normally we announce the cars at the same time. So if you know it's Elysia and it's going to be run by United Autosports, maybe give them a shout. Yeah. Someone you know there, possibly. Um, so, yeah, get prepared. Get as much data as you can. I know some finalists have looked at onboards from Silverstone for particular cars. Well, I was going to say, they know they're driving at Silverstone. They know certain cars they're going to be driving. There's so much available on YouTube, on various places you can find onboards. They could literally just go drive. And even the uh, the home simulators that are available with games. Absolutely, yeah. Days, you, like, they're so good now. Um, so, yeah, anything you can think of, really, that could give you an edge. Uh, we all know that these the, the drive... You, you've had a good season. 
that's why you're in the four. So you know that the other three are going to be are going to be very good. So any way you can get a competitive advantage. One thing that does amuse me is that well, the judges are always available, um, but we don't get contacted very often. I think that people think we're a bit scary. Well, I'm sure they don't think I'm scary, but some of the more esteemed judges, perhaps. But actually, we're all we're all kind of keen to help and see everyone do their best. So you can give us a ring as well if you if you're really desperate. So they wouldn't compromise their chances if somebody was cheeky and gave you a call or an email and said, "Hey, I'm one of the final four. Can I pick your brains?" No, I think we consider that to be a good bit of initiative there. interesting yeah yeah okay i mean i guess it might depending on what question they asked we might have to go okay i'll just get back to you derek what do you reckon but i, I think that we because we've, we've been a consistent judging panel we have a, i think we're all sort of on the same page really. so I, I think that would be a uh I, I think that'd be a good bit of initiative to, to bring up and go so uh does this work then? Yeah, okay. Right, what's next on the list? So next on this is take the fitness and simulator test seriously. Most drivers, I think, get this anyway, but obviously the, you know, fitness is a good sign as to how um, how seriously they're taking it outside the car. So some drivers we know can just rock up and they'll be quick and at a lower level you can get away with that. Um, but unless you're, you know, unless you're unbelievable, which... Yeah, you know, most of them are by the time they get to the yeah get to F one that that's not going to be the difference between the drivers. So fitness is something that you can control for relatively low cost because we know motorsport is expensive. So that gives a little sign. It gives us a little steer on what their strengths and weaknesses might be in the car. You know, if they've not got the upper body strength or whatever it might be, and it also gives us something nice to feedback about in January because we we give feedback sessions or we offer feedback sessions to all the finalists and the simulator tests, of course, as well. You know, there are certain things you can go into a simulation and go, I'm just gonna. I'm going to slightly take the mickey with the, the software and just go for a lap time and bash across curbs and all the rest of it. You need to kind of, but it needs to be useful for what you're for the real world as well. Now, I think simulators are getting better and better. There's less and less scope for that kind of thing. And obviously, Mercedes F1 sim is going to be one of the best in the world. Treat it professionally. Get as much, you know, to be consistent. Treat it like it's a, yeah, it's a proper thing. But I, I think that that's something that most mo- most of the finalists do anyway. Now, really, we saw uh, only recently at the. Um post-season Pirelli tyre test, not only young drivers coming into the car, but the likes of Hulkenberg, who you would think are pretty fit, and even he said by the end of the running, and some of the drivers are doing 120, 140, 160 laps, he was saying that the limiting factor was the human side. He was just shot by the end of it. So these are, you know, you are ultimately getting in some very quick cars, and physically, you need to be on top form. Absolutely. You know, Derek Warwick you know, always says, you know, be physically ready for the category of at least one category above where you're competing because you never know when you might get that call and go some someone's got covid or injured themselves or whatever do you want to come and do a test do you want to come and do a race weekend and you can't go no man it hurts a bit you need to be apt and of course the more this is something that mark schumacher taught everyone the fitter you are the more capacity you've got for everything else for driving the car for strategy for tired tire life preservation all that sort of stuff if you're panting and you know as unfit as i am that's no good at all if you're if you can run a marathon then jump in a race car and do you know do a grand prix distance then uh yeah you're not you're not going to be struggling with anything I remember the first time they had sort of onboard driver monitoring years and years ago back in you know schumacher's first stint and i think one of the tv features featured him doing a lap and his heartbeat and how slow his heartbeat was because he'd spent years and years and years just making the driving normal so he'd normalized the driving and then he had that capacity physically and mentally 
that he's you know he wasn't doing like 140 beats per minute on his heart he, that wasn't he wasn't strained driving the vehicle so he had that capacity it, to it, do exactly it. and that that means that you've yeah that's why you see him on a qualifying lap changing the brake bar so whatever from corner to corner to 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 maximize the lap or you get someone like Alonso on the radio who just knows where everyone else is <laughs> uh, and he's like oh, yeah. I think there's strategy whereas you get some drivers that are just like the driving is all there yeah all all they can manage so fitness just helps you it's kind of the icing on the cake, really, because that extra little bit that you can, um, that you can, that you can sort of have over your rivals. What's next on your list? Next on the list is don't be afraid to ask questions. This kind of comes back to the point I said about the about the judges. But um, even through the process, don't think right. I've I can't possibly ask that because that's a stupid question. We'd much rather have a stupid question, and you do a better lap time or not damage the car in some way. Because these are three three cars. You've got a lot of information thrown at them. They've got things to consider. Like we have track limits uh, regulations that we give them for the two days. There's lots of uh, well, you need to be there at this time, there at that time. You need to do this, that, and the other. There's a lot of demands on their time. A lot, and these you know these these drivers are you know teenagers a lot of the time or early twenties. So there's a lot thrown at them. It's like just ask a question. Like that's fine. Um, so. Uh, uh, yeah, we'd much rather that because we're there. You know, Derek says we're not policemen. We're there to help you get the best out of yourselves because that's all we want to do. We want to sit back and see, you know, four drivers do an incredible job. So, um, yeah, that's that's the main thing, really. Don't go away. We don't want anyone to leave the track going, oh, I really wish I'd asked that question. Right. Yeah. And is, that's been the case with the previous winners that you know, in more recent years, the likes of Lando Norris and George Russell, that, that era of driver are very switched on from a very young age in terms of picking the brains of the the engineers in the teams absolutely and the benchmark drivers i remember a year or two ago alexander sims was out and we were were stood at uh brooklyn's for one of the sessions and he got a call can you come back one of the finalists wants to talk to you about the benchmark car because he was the benchmark driver that particular year and off he went and yeah because the drive and and that's the that's absolutely right that's what the driver should be doing i was like well where's the benchmark driver i want to have a word with him What's the best way to bring the tyres in? Yeah, why why wouldn't you ask those questions? You're not going to know that. We don't expect you to fluke an answer to that on a your first you know five or ten lap run in a car. So the more information you've got, the the better. Okay, what's next on the list? Well, it plays into that brilliantly. Yeah, Great segue, yeah. which is ad- adapt to the machinery. Yeah. So obviously, it's very unusual that a professional racing driver is going to be jumping into three different cars on a, a week uh, on a weekend you know on a two days um, but it's a great opportunity but it also you do with most series have such restrictions on testing now you need to be able to go out there and bang in a lap time like again alonso he's incredible at go out he does the lap that's where the car is right come in set up change go again the the quicker that you can get on top of a car uh the better so that's why we have the three different cars there really is to show that adaptability with very limited running um and obviously because we've got the the f2 cars are kind of the core if you like because that's what they spend the most time in that's the single seater um but if it's really close to the single seater uh you know it's pretty handy to have the other two cars there to 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 look at and actually it's amazing how often the winner also that's uh, also stars in one of the other cars so lando norris and hideo was absolutely sensational in the in the dtm car for example oh, really? you know even i mean he was he was 16 at the time i think and the dtm engineers looked at him and was sort of like is that is that the guy's brother or is he is it he's a kid right <laughs> no no he's actually driver. and they were like oh my god well he can go last in case he bins it sort right. of thing and of course he goes out now's at that time and and you, know, you go oh oh, <laughs> and that and Alexander Sims when he was a finalist he beat Gary Paffitt's time benchmark time in the DTM car, so you yeah the wow. Jensen Button was quickest in the Nissan Super Tourer quick in the benchmark when he won it in 1998, and so it's amazing how often the you know 
the the quickest person in the single seater also is the person that's just got that little that's the bit i look forward to the most actually is seeing how the how they adapt to something that's completely alien to them and any more on your list yeah one more but okay, it's the right. most obvious yeah go on be fast don't crash okay be fast don't crash all right <laughs> i don't know if that needs really much more explaining <laughs> but i would say there have been a couple of finalists in my my time involved with the award that, that might or even could have won perhaps should have won had they not been the car but fortunately touched we've not had a, a serious I, I don't mean a spin or a lockup or something i mean a proper you know you've that's all right you can kind of get away with that i mean not sure if i should say that Darren might be crossing me um but yeah if you if you if you go in the wall and you rip wheels off and stuff that's that's game over so we've got a spare f2 car but it's for mechanical problems if it hasn't happened yet i don't think but if there's a mechanical problem for one of the four main cars, then we can just replace it. But it's not there for if you've binned it and you go, oh, I'll run back for the T car. No, it's not for you, I'm afraid. Is there an argument that they should be pushing as hard as possible? You know, you see drivers in, in FP1, FP2 on a race weekend and they're, uh, you know, hit track limits and all over the place and then in qualifying tight as you like because they're just mentally calibrating. Oh, no, I can't go that far. So... You don't penalise people too much for just finding the line and then ste- stepping back. Oh, no, it. no, no, yeah. It's, uh, but, and that's that's probably the hardest thing for the drivers. Yeah, an unfamiliar car. In some cases, they haven't raced much at Silverstone Grand Prix track either. So finding the limits, but not going over them to the degree where you've... But you can be smart about where you push the limits as well, you know, where there's more runoff or whether it's a slow corner. You can go, oh, I wonder what happens if I do this and get a feel for it before you then go right on the, the more tricky areas. I'm going to hang it out and, you know... Um, but but normally the yeah the, it's, it's treading that fine line as you say but but you wouldn't go into a race weekend expecting to crash either so it's not I don't think it's that much of a, a different mentality really. We're looking at the four finalists this year: Ollie Beerman, a familiar name, uh, been racing in FIA Formula Three with Prima; Luke Browning, been racing in GB3 with High Tech; Jamie Chadwick, racing in W Series and other things as well; and Louis Foster, Indy Pro 2000 champion with exclusive. Autosport. Now, some of those names are going to be familiar from last year. What's the thinking on drivers who didn't win last year coming back and getting another another bite of the cherry? Well, we have had previous finalists win on their second or third. I think Dario actually won on his second uh, second attempt. Um, sorry, Dario. Um, <laughs> just to remind second, him. Second time lucky. Just yeah. to remind no, him. He's, 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 I think he's got fond memories of uh, of doing it. But yeah, so um, it, it, it's based on the season they've just had. You know, so if they've done another good season in a category that means they qualify, we we consider them. Um, and obviously, you sometimes, you know, I don't want to give too much away, but you you sometimes get a feeling from the first. Sometimes we'll put a driver in a bit early, maybe in their career, and you think they they've got something, but they didn't quite string it together this time. We quite like to see them again. Um, and then obviously, you're kind of in the lap of the gods as to whether they go into a category that's less makes them eligible, and if they nail it. Um, and yeah, you know, we were fortunate to have yeah, I say Ollie Behrman and Louis Foster were finalists last year and 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 did great jobs during 2022. So they qualified again. Jamie Chadwick actually had been a finalist previously, and obviously she got on with dominating W Series, arguably even more for her third series, third crown than she had previously. Um, so the actual only newcomer was Luke Browning, the the GB3 champion. We try and factor that in. If on the first day the one person. Yeah, let's say Luke had been a little bit off the other three in the first runs. You'd say, well, that's not that's not a disaster. You're not definitely lost at that point because they've got two days of experience behind them. Um, it's funny how that that it doesn't seem to usually translate with that. Um, it quite often 
the drivers that haven't done it before pretty much in the ballpark in the first morning. It's almost like the others are getting up to speed with what they remember anyway. So it's, it's amazing how it seems to even out, but we do try and factor that in. But by the end of the two days, yeah, you've usually got a pretty good idea. Age-wise, what's the youngest and oldest that we've featured over the years that you can remember? George and Lando were two of the youngest. Yeah, 15, 16 Land years old. got to be 16 at the time of the tests, and they got to be under 24 at the start of that year. So J- Jamie was 24 by the time she got to the test. So this last year she's eligible, but she was young enough at the start of the year. So she got in. So yeah, we've had we've had a few, a few at 16, 17. I mean, you know, you know Ollie Behrman, 17, he was 16 last year. Yeah, as you say, Lando and George, I think were both both 16 as well. So um, yeah, you you can get the. Yeah, it is remarkable. It's one of the great uh, great things about it. Actually, it's just it's just remarkable how good some of these teenagers are straight into some proper proper. I, I love it honestly. The only thing the only thing I'd like to do is also have two days where we get you know Max Lewis, George, Charles Leclerc. Come on down and try three cars, <laughs> and we'll just see who's quickest, which would be quite good fun. But obviously, they I don't know whether they'd... Actually, I don't know. They probably would like it because they each bat themselves to win, probably. Uh, yeah. It would be persuading their team sponsors uh, and everything else for them to come and do it. The ability of a racing driver to get in any car and drive insanely quickly is one of those things that is, is always surprising to me, and it shouldn't be because they're quick at driving cars, uh, but they can get in, in anything and, and find the limit really quickly. And they, well, that, it's kind of obvious when you say that because that's why they're so good at what they do. Uh, but whenever I've experienced it, I've been like, oh my goodness, you can drive one of these as well. And you really, or Lewis can get on a bike and be quick after a few laps. You go, oh my goodness. Well, man. partly it's because, as you say, that's their thing. But yeah. also, these sorts of people, they're just driven compared. Oh, you could go, and, I bet you could go and go, right, we're going to go and play football now. Yeah. I bet they're not going to just jog around. They're going to be in for everything. They you know, win, they're just they? competitive people. Mm. Um, and when they're in their environment and doing their thing, you know, it's it, yeah, it's a joy to watch. What's the countdown now to the Autosport Awards? It's not long. There's lots of activity going on for that. So not long, uh, not many days until that. And we'll find out our winner uh, at the uh, the final award of the night, our big gala evening that is back in its, its usual place in the calendar. Well, there we go. That's brought you up to speed on the Aston Martin Autosport BRDC Young Driver of the Year Award. Fascinating stuff. Thank you very much for listening to the Autosport Podcast and we'll see you on the next one. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. The, is it morning yet, deal. How about now? Or now? Because morning time is McDonald's breakfast time. And that's the best time of all the times. 
Wake up with a little splash of sweetness. Get any size iced coffee from caramel to hazelnut to French vanilla for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.